November 5th, Friday, Friday, 2021. This is Betsy, and this is Here We Are Today, a show about the joys and challenges of the human experience. And I share some insights, stories, perspectives. This show is raw. It's real. It's unedited. One take. And I started this as a process of uh, practicing daily, just getting on and sharing insights, perspectives, stories. And I have done it daily at times. And then of late, you can see that I haven't done as many episodes. And one of my dear friends asked me, hey, are you still doing the podcast? And it helped me acknowledge, and as I shared with with her, my feelings about this process. And so in the spirit of just the transparency that I've had throughout this whole experiment, that I I really believe this is what happened. So I said to myself, I'm going to create this daily. I'm just going to get on and I'm going to share what I'm thinking about, what I'm sharing with coaching clients or what I'm learning in my own life as a way of adding value to you, providing compassion, support. And what I've also shared about my process is that I'm someone who has perfectionistic tendencies, but not in the traditional sense. And what I mean that when people talk about perfectionism, um, they talk about it in a certain way, like well, I guess maybe it is in a traditional sense because what I was just going to say is I hit a level with these episodes where I think that I haven't been creating as many or consistently because the perfect my perfectionism bar has been creeping up and up and up as I've done episodes. I've been thinking about how clever or interesting the stories I'm sharing are, how good the episodes are, that I need to have new or interesting or fresh perspectives, second guessing myself about, is this something I've already talked about before? And I want to share these inner thoughts that I'm having because I'm sure that you have these inner thoughts in some area of your life, potentially. Uh, it reminds me of my training in improvisational theater. And one of the gifts and beautiful elements of participating in improv and learning about improv is at least in the way that I I've studied it and trained and performed is that you, it's critical to be very, very present and to listen and to take a scene just one step at a time. And a common challenge, if you're going to create a story on the spot with other people on stage, that story that's going to feel real or, or even it doesn't even have to necessarily be funny, but that it feels interesting and engaging and meaningful and memorable in terms of storytelling. And often it does become funny that that does not come from stepping on stage and saying, I'm going to be funny. I'm going to be interesting. I'm going to be clever. When new people learn about improv. That is a common mistake people make is they get on stage and they say, oh, I got to say something really funny or really clever. And then it comes across as trying too hard or pushing an idea into the scene. And so I'm sharing this because it's a reminder to myself that showing up with what is, is really all I need and all you need. And you might say to me, well, I'm a brain surgeon, so I need to learn how to do the surgery. Okay, okay. 
you definitely need to know what you're doing um, and be prepared. But when it comes to, you know, interpersonal communication, really trusting your own communication with yourself, having self-awareness, being able to have self-awareness about your emotions and attending to your own needs. Um, we often want to skip over that and there's shame there. It's like, I need to make something really clever. And also maybe I've done less episodes because more and more people have been learning about this podcast. So there might be a subconscious element of like, okay, well now more people know about it and I've shared with so-and-so so that now it really needs to be good. And so this is a voice that there's a kernel of truth in that voice, which is about a commitment to excellence or a commitment to high quality. But that kernel gets blown up into an oppressive voice of the level of acceptability of a story. Is that even a word? The level of acceptability of a story is that it just must be have a really great narrative story arc. And I think that's what I went through in the last episode is that it didn't have any kind of narrative story arc. I re realized afterwards, I was like, I just was all over the place. I was just sharing anecdotes here and there. There was no real kind of emotional journey, but then I, that's just getting into my head too much. Um, and to also call myself out is it just makes it so much about me. And, you know, as it's like, what is that line between my earnestness and commitment to support and encourage you and that focus on that? But then that line kind of creeps back as I'm thinking and feeling into that support of you, then it creeps closer and closer towards myself. But how do I look? How do I sound? Is this good enough? And noticing when that line is creeping back towards me and it definitely has crept back towards me. So I'm very, very grateful to my friend and you know who you are. So thank you for asking me about the show. I really appreciate you. And that question helped provide some accountability to me around reminding me about the original intention of doing this. And the original intention of doing this was to get on every day and to just talk about what's real, what's present, what's, what's currently flowing through me, hopefully in a way that's of service and support to you. And for me to overly get concerned about, is it good? Is it, is it clever? Is it interesting? Is it so super helpful is actually gets in the way. It actually gets in the way of saying and doing something that might actually be helpful. Because I know that I could get on here and I could say something that's completely not a narrative story arc, that's not a great quote unquote great story, but I share something real and honest and that may, that may be super connect, connecting and helpful to you for what you're experiencing. And, you know, so many of us are experiencing feelings of loneliness or isolation in different ways. and to find these opportunities for vulnerability that feels like, you know, an accessible or I dare say comfortable level of vulnerability. Vulnerability is not comfortable, but I just mean that as compared to floodlighting or just sharing way too much that would make me feeling even more vulnerable. Um, but those experiences are really what 
connection is all about. It's what life is all about. It's what's really happening in our hearts and, and in our world. So I just, I know right now, a lot of people that I know that I'm close to and that I coach and that I interact with are processing a lot of deep emotions. And many people are processing deep traumas from different parts of life and loss. It's a very, I can sense for many people, it's a very vulnerable time. I'll, Today is a new moon in Scorpio and in, in, in astrology. I'm not an astrology expert. <laughs> Disclaimer, not an astrology expert. Um, but a new moon brings fresh energy for creating and for um, discovering new perspectives. And there was a question in my moon journal for the for the new moon today. And I'm going to turn to that page. I feel like last night I turned right to it. Let's see if I can do that again. So it's a new moon in, nope, not Virgo. Although I do love Virgo, not Libra. Here it is. So this is the new moon journal, a journey of self-reflection through the astrological year. And it's by Chronicle Books. It doesn't look like it has an author. It's just a journal. Obviously there's an author. I don't see the author names, but the new moon in Scorpio, I'm going to read what it says. The new Scorpio new moon is the time to set goals in relation to transformation. It's time to determine how you need to release and move on. Have you been holding on to old feelings that need to be processed? Is it time to let go of an outdated belief system? Can you interact with your sexuality in a new way? Maybe you need more intimacy in your relationships. Look for ways to let go and upgrade. And then there's an image of the new moon. And then the question is, what areas of your life could benefit from a reset? As you look at these questions or feel into them, maybe replay the questions. Anytime we're letting go of outdated belief systems or letting go of old feelings, um, exploring, interacting with such an intimate and important part of our life, like our sexuality, if we're going to interact with that in a new way, or you're going to ask about having more intimacy in relationships, which the word intimacy is often related to the word sexuality and the experience of sexuality, but it's also has many different layers of spiritual intimacy, emotional intimacy, psychological intimacy. And the, recommendation is look for ways to let go and upgrade. It's not always easy to let go. But what I have found is it's easier to let go once you feel into it. <laughs> it's not easy to let go when you're resisting feeling it. So I'm sending you lots of love today to feel into when you're ready and you're feeling safe place to feel into feelings that you're ready to let go of questioning old belief systems and and asking yourself, what area of my life could use a reset? And how might you uh, approach that question with compassion and grace instead of control or judgment? And that's just, I think, the ultimate practice. So sending you a lot of gentleness and love today, giving you a big virtual hug. And I hope to talk to you really soon. Maybe even tomorrow. All right. Thanks for being on the journey with me. 
and being patient with the with the patterns because it's of how I am putting out episodes because it is happening organically and this is the process, everybody. All right. Talk to you soon.